Talon KO brought to you by Anchor. And this is the third and final segment of KO and I's cool ass conversation we had with four U.S. military vets over Veterans Day weekend. And we also get to have the wife of one of these vets join the conversation and share her experiences. It's really deep. It's really knowledgeable for people that don't understand the life of a military vet when they're in service and life out of service. Very, very, very good content. Honestly, me and KO's best show, probably because we talked very little during the show. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get to it. Oh, make sure you come back tomorrow. We will be talking about our normal everyday shenanigans like we normally do. Cal and KO on Anchor. It's your platform, my brother. Go ahead, um, uh, go ahead, say say what you want. Shout out. It's not really a shout out, but it's uh, to uh, um, something that I did a, a few weeks ago as a um, for me, and it's a uh, um, save a warrior, and it's uh, it's actually they do it up in Malibu and they do it in a couple other states, and so it's, uh, it's called Save a Warrior Project, and I went up to Malibu for uh, for about a week. And it's real cool, and they pay for everything. You don't have to pay for anything, other than you. If you live out of the state of California, you got to fly in. And Save Warrior is a really good project. And I mean, they do it for men, and they do it for women. It's separate; like they don't integrate us or anything like that. And Save Warrior project is really cool. And I got there. You go to you go to Malibu. It's at Pepperdine University, and I stayed there for a week. And it helps people deal with. PTSD or any issues that you actually really have to deal with, you know what I mean? And it's a really good, it's a really good place. Like I said, you don't have to pay for room and board. You don't have to, you don't have to pay for anything. And it's a really good place and really close people. So I mean, any any military, they do they deal with military and they deal with um, first responders. So you can, you don't have to be military to go there. You can be a firefighter, police officer, paramedic. You know what I mean? Across the board, and they'll deal with you, male or female. And it's a week long. You get to go up to Malibu. You know, there's a lot of therapeutic things that go on there. There's meditation. There's horseback riding. Just, just, just. I mean, it's not like it's not to go there to have fun. It's to go there to to really experience and understand what you're really going through and to let it out. And I mean, I'm rocking the bracelet right now, both of them. And at the end of the week. You know, I don't know, you just, you bond, and you keep that friendship for a long time. So, I mean, any anybody out there that's going through anything, look up uh, SaveAWarrior.com, and I mean, they'll really help you out. They have it in different states, and they're about to make an actual community up in Oregon. <clears throat> and we're trying to raise money. So, I mean, it's up in Oregon, and you can go, because right now they have different locations in different states. But they're trying to bond it together and have one, just one place where everyone can go. So, if you want to look up SaveAWarrior.com, I went. Best experience of my life. I just want to put that out there. And it's, it's great. And it's right in Malibu. I mean, if you just want to see you the beaches. <laughs> I went. I personally went. And I'm telling you, I went. So, I'm not lying. I went. I went for, I went for a whole week. And some of the best men I met, and I keep it one percent. I ain't never cried around or seen that many men cry in my life. And it's it's a real de- it's a real deep experience. But there's no drinking, there's no drugs. Like you don't go there on some bullshit. 
you got to come there and you got to put that week in. And what they call it is they tell they say it is you got to lean in, and you got to lean in. But you're gonna get a lot from it. Like I got books. I mean, if you want a T-shirt, you get a free T-shirt. I say. <laughs> And that's all you're there for is a t-shirt <laughs> but I mean it was a real good experience and there's a lot of guys up there there's a lot of firefighters police officers you know what I mean and I'm not going to talk about their experiences and their life you know what they went through but it was really deep to realize that there's a lot of people that go through a lot of stuff in, in life like I'm going through this. There's sometimes you think that, like, you think you're alone or you went through you something, like, oh, I went through this war. But, like, there's people that are, like, first responders that had so many different things going on in their life that affect them now. You know what I mean? There's there's the craziest stories that I'm not going to speak on because that's not my right. But it's deeper than that. How, how did it make you feel going there and then knowing that you, it was, you actually had a support group? Well, Honestly, you know, going back to what you were saying earlier about you know you, you want to you don't want to you play hurt yeah. in a sense you know you don't want to expose that weakness or acknowledge it you play hurt so to go there and then know that you actually have people that felt the same way thought the same way had the same experiences as you and were probably holding back those same feelings as you like how is that? It was um just driving up to Malibu was deep in itself. Cause like I was already paranoid, and what I did, because I knew myself, so I had someone drive me. Because I thought about it, and I was like, if I drive myself, I'm gonna leave. I got my own car. I'm gonna reject the. I'm gonna reject the. I mean, it's not. It's not a. Um. It's not. A, it's, not it's not rehab. But I can leave whenever I want. But I knew if I drove myself to Malibu, that I would. That I could potentially get irritated and leave, which would break my whole. You know my whole process of what I'm trying to learn and gain at this place. So I had my friend drive me. So she drove me up to Mel Malibu, dropped me off, took my car, and she left. You know, and I told them I was like, "Hey, I don't have a car. I'm here. I'm here for the experience." And I stayed. And the first day, like it, it was, it was rough. It was really rough. And like the first day, they really ask you, they ask you, "Why are you here?" But you have to be real. And I actually. You know, there's there's men crying, and to watch a grown man cry on day one, like made me want to cry. Took me to a whole nother level of just as a man. Like, not only is it okay to cry, but a lot of people have problems just like you. No, I did not, and that was a big and that was a big thing that came up. And it is 90% of the dudes that were there didn't have their fathers didn't have those those things yeah and it was really hard like day one I like I almost wanted to cry but I didn't and you know on day three you know some of the um they call them shepherds they don't call them um, counselors they're shepherds they're shepherding you through the process and one of the shepherds like man when are you actually gonna cry like when are you gonna let out all of your pain, all of your agony, and that was that was that was deep. Like, I, man, I ain't told nobody this shit. I'm like over here just. Ah. <laughs> Y'all got me going. Like, I literally, uh, it was deep. I had a fight with my wife, and I'm literally listening to what I said to my wife, uh -huh. and it disgusts me so much. I'm not wrong, whatever. But I literally, 
as a fan is the head of the household. And take it to a level because you are in charge of the household. That's your job. Okay, God, protect your family. And I didn't do the job protecting my family. So then I have a friend. Uh, he's a motivational speaker, uh, Bob Donnell. He has a company called Success. He told me if you deem something acceptable, it'll become inevitable. Mm-hmm. So if you accept your change in behavior, it's going to become inevitable for you to become what you don't want to become because you accepted it already. Of course, you manifested it. Yes. Right. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're you're dead wrong, and you need to fix it. You need to fix it. Like, I don't care what you said or who started it or whatever. You need to fix it because you have the power to do it. And literally, I, I just started crying because in front of them, it's like five people, like five guys there, and I just started crying. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I'm so disgusted with myself because I know I can do better, and I know that the faults I have lie in in me, and I need to fix it. The solutions in me too. I'm not crying. I wasn't even thinking about crying. I'm not probably stupid or ever. I just let it out because emotions at that time, like the emotion was so powerful, and I had felt that emotion so long. So I just suppressed it, just shut it off. Yeah. Funny when it came out. Yeah. Oh, good though, didn't it? Oh yeah. 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 And that's that's, there's that point where where you almost you know fear letting go too much. You know, on the other side, but so good for you. That's how that's how it was like going up to going up there. And like they have certain like events, like they have like you know rope rope climbing classes, not classes, but like you know like things that you do, like you do rope like rope like ropes courses, and you do different things, you know. And the thing is, is it took like the day like the day there was a day I went up there, and we had to like do some like you know high ropes courses, and it was really. Like, I was thinking, like, oh, like, you're challenging my, uh, like, if I'm physically fit. But really what it came down to was it broke it down to, like, I don't know how they did it, but the mental part of it. Like, falling off that rope, like, triggered something in my brain. It it wasn't about falling off the rope. It was about my life in general, if that makes sense. Like, I was mad about falling off the rope, but really I was mad about... You know, leaving the military and, you know, being disabled, like, that was what was really, you know, really hurting me. Like, you have to really soul search to find what's really wrong with you. Because sometimes you think it's just one little thing when there's a bigger, it's bigger than you think it's just, oh, we just, what's up? No, you're good. We were talking about this, but, uh, but it's, um, it's bigger than just going to war. Like... It's bigger than that. It all ties together. Yeah, it everything ties together. from your childhood you know what all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't realize that. And when I yeah. went up there, that's what I realized. That I thought it was just going to war, but I realized that it started from day one. It's your entire and all life. of that, all of that. And that's what they taught me was it was all the way from 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 day one, and then going to war just made it bigger. It's like a it's like a checklist, like family leading up to it, training, then war. But all in the mix, though, like everything before that is just your family, and they're already they're already worried before you even go. So it's like it's it's just like a big trauma center for your family. Like your family's going through a trauma before you even leave. Yeah, so that's, a, that's a really good point is this uh, there's such a thing as secondary PTSD because you get somebody who comes home 
and you're stuck in sympathetic mode and you're always angry and it's really easy for you to pop off right and you're on you're on edge constantly difficult to be around you are then creating an environment for your family that exposes them to very high levels of stress that will affect them over a long period of time right when they're already stressed before you yeah. when they learn that you're leaving yeah yeah so there's no you know it's not, it's kind of like a virus that you bring home and it affects the whole family yeah yep. yeah see I've, I've known galen's wife since i was in second grade wow so uh, lucia me and lucia grew up together like i've known her since i was what seven years old so I've, I've known this girl she's been the the toughest girl in school ever since i've known her I've never seen this girl ever shed a tear, ever shed a tear. And when she, when when Galen was going through issues and he had his, you know, stuff going on and it was affecting her, she loves this man so much that she called me and uh, you were deployed and she was like, I'm worried about him. I just want him to be right. I want him to do well. I love my husband. She's like, but I don't know like how to help and what to do. And it was, she was crying. And I was, it was, for me, I was like, I don't know what to do because you're crying and it's weird because you've always been like the strong one. You, if I'm drunk and I can't walk home, you'll put me over your shoulder and carry me into my house. Literally, put me over. Yes, literally carry me on her shoulder. Yes, but I'm saying like it's it's powerful because it's powerful because the thing about it is that you know in ourselves we never see ourselves in the most positive light, but the person that loves you the most will put you on that pedestal, and then. She'll, she'll tell me, you know, I, I love him so much. I just want him to, to, to be happy again. And it's powerful that you, you have a, a, a center where you can actually help people reconfigure their brains to get back to what they used to be. And that's what the biggest blessing is, the fact that there is hope that you can actually yeah. reconfigure that brain and get back to what you used to be to help your family and, and be normal again, have that normally, normalcy, sense yeah. of normal yeah. life. Yeah. If I had, I mean, the most effective approach is when we're able to uh, treat both the husband and wife. And if I had a magic wand, you know, that would be what we would do. We would be able to treat entire families. We're not able to do that. <clears throat> You know, we don't have, uh, insurance doesn't pay for it yet. It's a SOCOM trial, it's gonna help, but it's gonna take several years for that to get through. And uh, it's, you know, it breaks your heart when you you see, I've I've seen a guy show up who would have just as soon punched me in the face as shake my hand. He's just, you know, so on edge, right? And then uh, about a month later, he's helping me out. This is Johnny and uh, <laughs> paddleboarding and stuff, you know, and he's helping me out doing stuff. And it turns out that uh, he's, he's in the midst of, or he's got a pretty bad marriage. You know, they don't get along well, a lot of fighting and stuff. And then plus his job, he was medically retired SEAL. Um, but his job is really high stress, right? So he does really well. And then he goes back home to that same very rocky marriage and that same very high-stress job. And I saw him about nine months later. I met him in, uh, in Florida. And he was that same guy. You know, he picked me up at the airport, and it was like, first left-hand turn, he's behind somebody who's moving too slow, and, hey, jackass, you know, honking the horn and everything. It's like, holy cow, what happened, man? You know? So our if... We can turn people around, right? But if they go right back to the exact same lifestyle, the exact same bad relationship, the exact same very high-tension environment, our, our brains change and respond to our environment, right? And then what we do, and the people we're around. So part of uh, 
part of the solution for guys is to educate them at the importance of changing lifestyle too, right? So a lot of guys go to sleep at 2 o'clock in the morning, right? Don't get exposure to sunlight in the morning. They work out behind glass windows instead of being outside. But most, most people that have been in the military will recall that there was a time when you felt really great and you were exercising, you were doing PT outside, outside in the morning, rising, rising with sun, right? Yeah, I rise with the sun and I run. Right, exactly. That's that's the way to go. That's the way to go, man. And then, you're, you know, you get the, get to sleep. Yeah, get your ass in bed before 10 o'clock, you know? And then things start changing. Then you start getting good quality sleep. The best, the best sleep comes between 10 and 2. Right. So getting good sleep, getting exposure to sunlight in the morning, you know, uh, building or creating a, a good uh, sleep hygiene pattern an hour before you go to bed, so that you're you're not staring at your phone or doing all kinds of crap and then laying down and laying there for a couple of hours. I turn my cell phone off yeah. at night. Right, that's perfect. Yeah, so that's really important. I put it on the charger, turn it off, I'm not a tier set it on a thing, and I'm like, I'm, I'm a little touchy. Yeah, because it was going off in the middle of the night, like friends with problems, friends that I know from back home want to call me and talk middle of the night, come out. Yeah. Okay. I've got so selfish of my sleep. I gotta do me before I can do help, help you. I gotta help myself. Yeah. For a decade, I never slept more than two hours. Right. Wow. And, and the end result was just my my brain turned to mush. And now I am so selfish of my sleep. What, what what's the uh, what's the major benefit that you want people to know that are, the people are listening for the uh, the brain treatment? What's what's the the major breakthrough that you've seen that people can really take away and say, you know what, I think this might work for me. The first first thing we tend to see is improvements in sleep. So people show up, you know, how much do you sleep? I don't know. I you know I might sleep like two and a half hours right? or four hours, but it's broken up into a couple pieces, that kind of thing. You do that for years. It's going to hurt you, right? You get that accumulation of brain waste. You're not getting good physical recovery. Your body starts going to crap. Everything just deteriorates. So that's usually the first thing we see. People show up and they maybe they don't dream anymore, right? And then that very first night of treatment, they start dreaming. You know what? Wow. And uh, sometimes it takes a week to three weeks for the sleep to come. But I've got two Air Force uh, Tier 1 operators at the clinic right now that both had terrible sleep. And uh, one of them started sleeping really well after about two weeks, eight, nine hours a night, you know, and he's doing much better. The other one took almost a month. But this guy, he'd been, he'd shot in the head, shot in the face nine months ago. And then uh, since then, terrible sleep, hadn't been able to concentrate anything, right? So his sleep started to improve. Uh, we, have an, we have an art studio at the uh, clinic. And now he's now he's in there painting like three hours a day, where he wouldn't he couldn't concentrate anything for more than two or three minutes previously. So first thing that comes is is good quality sleep. Then comes emotional regulation. Right? Or for instance, one guy showed up and his major complaint was he can't plan anything and he started a new business with somebody a lot like yours, right? And everybody had to make checklists for him and tell him what to do, and he just hated that. Yeah. And the first couple of weeks, he wouldn't paint, didn't want to paint. And all of a sudden, one day, he says, all right, I think I'm ready to paint. He comes back like five minutes later, and I'm like, hey, are you already done? He goes, no, no, I've got a seven-step process. It's going to take me a week, a week to do this this painting. So, hey, he's planning again, you know? So these, these deficits, cognitive deficits that people arrive with, they just fade away. And, and it's great to see. Right. Memory, 
concentration, attention, problem solving, all these things. Emotional regulation really quickly tends to fade away. And it's, uh, you know, as you turn up the activity in the prefrontal cortex, those areas that have been depressed or dormant, that haven't had enough juice yeah. to do what they're supposed to do, they wake up and they start functioning properly, and then things just start to change. Wow. <laughs> you want to do better beats? Get some brain treatment. Hey, there's something to that too, man. You blow your dick. Yeah, yeah. The, the auditory cortex right now is not functioning at a higher level. Your beats are off. Well, there's oh, a there's yeah, a there's a performance. Up. We gotta switch get you up, in man. there. You switch it up. Gotta get yeah. you in there. Yeah. Let's go. Stop yeah. playing Maroon Five, man. Stop playing Maroon Five. There's nothing wrong with Maroon Five, damn it. I'm just saying. Dude, I had a guy I come. Front low. Being beat. I'm just saying. There ain't nothing wrong with Maroon Five. But I spent 200 on my tech. I got 200 on my tech. I don't want to hear Adam Levine or Maroon Five. You know what? Fuck that. I'll mash up Snoop Dogg It Ain't No Fun with Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On, and not give two fucks. I won't. I will do that. I, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, break your, I'll break your debt. Do it right now. I'll throw it. You got Serato? Let's see it. 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 Do it right now. I wish I could. Yeah, this was hot, right? This is audio only, right? This is audio only. I wish I could do that with my decks right now. I'll be throwing them off. Yeah, fuck it. Man, this is a good one. Hey, there's a podcast today. Any podcast where we are featured the least is going to be a winner. I'm just saying. Any Anything where everyone else is talking more than us, I think it's gold. Cause this shit was amazing. Wait a minute, man. My voice is good, though. Hey, you a hype, man. <laughs> you motherfucking a hype. Weekday, I'm sorry. I'm going to say, K.O. Yeah, isn't as good as mine. Might be hurting. You a hype. I put on the voice. Yeah, you would have been on the voice, though, because his every time his levels came in extra nice. Extra nice. Extra nice the levels were. Wait, you're R. Kelly. L. Car. Wait. No, okay. So, so then you were, so you were R. Kelly trying to R. holler at Aaliyah Kelly then. Like so you're R. Kelly trying to holler at Aaliyah then, no, huh? She what did you do it? Has she died already? Oh. Okay. Uh, you R. Kelly '95 with the plane went down or what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you R. Kelly with? I'm R. Kelly. Uh, R. Kelly with Juju Butter. Public announcement. Public announcement. Okay. He R. I'm R. Kelly with Juju Butter Network. You R. Kelly. You R. Kelly. Best of both worlds. Sam's bar, but I'm feeling like Maverick right now. Like, Maverick, he, I know they had Eric Ambassador back in 1994, 92, but Maverick got some new shit. All the pictures have uh, Sandy and Beard. I know. Because he's really great. I'm like, Maverick knows what's up. I tell you what, man. I know where Goose is at. Goose died, man. I know Goose died. Goose hit the shield. Before y'all go to ship, before we go to FUBAR. I got one question to, to close it out. Uh, we'll, we start with Sean. Um, something that you could take away from the military that really has given you a benefit on life. Like something positive that you can bring away and say, you know what, because I joined the military, this is what happened better for myself. Well, I, I pretty much know now that, I know it sounds cliche, but I can pretty much do whatever I want to do. And, and it has opened a lot of doors for me. So I'm going to school now, and I know I'm going to finish and I'm going to get a good job. So, I mean, for me, it's just... Just knowing that I can do it, whatever I want to do. Bob? Yeah, absolutely. Same thing. Uh, a, a firm belief that anything is possible until proven otherwise. 
I, I just assume that if I can conceive of something that is possible and it could be done, and therefore you start and you start moving towards that. And if you doubt whether or not something's possible, a lot of times you don't even take the first step. So just the belief in the nature of possibility, personal possibility, that's what I took away from my experience. Anything's possible for birth beliefs. There you go. There you go. Oh, that's for real. It's real, yeah. Oh, I'm on it, but I'm on it. What I got from the military, I mean, I got a, I gained a, I gained a family. And, like I said earlier, a love for different people from different, just different walks of life. That we could take all these different walks of life and blend them into one to accomplish one goal. Black, white, Asian, Mexican, didn't matter. And that's, to me, is the biggest thing. And I got to meet all these different people. And we could have different outlooks on life. But at the end of the day, we could make, we could come to this one common goal. And the common goal was to accomplish the mission. And we can accomplish the mission. We can disagree back in the rear. But that, to me, was the biggest thing. And I mean that, and I mean, I'm not trying to like go too long, but I'm an only child. So like, I don't have, I don't have brothers or sisters or anyone to argue with. When I joined the military, you joined I had the all tribe. my brothers to argue with, you know what I mean? Yeah. You so joined like, the tribe, yeah. It was hard, but I learned to bring that together. And what I really, really grasped from that was no matter your race, what you believe in, like, we're all Americans, man, and we can make this shit work. It don't matter who's the president, who's not the president. It doesn't matter who's this, who's that. Yeah. Like, we can all work together if we want to. And that's what I gained from that, was that camaraderie, that family. Like, red, white, and blue, man. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't, I don't, I don't have a side, I don't pick a side. And I'm just, I'm just here. And I believe it, man. Hey, he asked me to be in it, man. I don't give But I mean that, like, I mean, it don't matter what branch, it don't matter your, your skin color, man. You know what? We all live here in America. And if we want to keep America, America, then we all got to work together. Yep. So get over your differences, get over your bullshit. Let's all work together, and it, it, it's going to work. Yeah, you can even hate each other in a yeah. platoon, right? Because just, the, but you yeah, still come yeah. together. But you still come together yeah. because guess what? The flag is not one color. I was gonna piggyback off of that. The, the here, flag is here, not one color. Here at the local, our owner is Japanese and Italian. Um, our manager is Irish. A couple of the owners are Irish, French, German. Um, our bartenders, one of them is from uh, Russia, another one from Croatia, uh, one of our servers from Russia, we have a Polish server. This literally is called a local because this is a melting pot, the very bad that's uh, from here. Our, our other uh, server here is from Mexico, so we're diverse. They're very diverse here. Well, I love it. That's like a buffet. That's, that's my point. Vicky! How's it It's on your tribe. Thank you, Kasim. It's a practice.
Hey, Kasim, what does culo mean? That's where you tell the cabbie you want to go. Are they listening to us right now? Kudo. <laughs> they're laugh, like they're gonna laugh like we're talking about food. No, Gannon, Gannon, what, what, what are you taking from the military that's like giving you something positive in life? One thing I took from the military was, you know, you know what I mean? Like you said, it's always the camaraderie, but for me, basically, it was just that, like you said, like, it doesn't matter, like, I may not like you, we may not be, we may not be friends, we may not be cool, we may not talk, we may whatever, but best believe, nobody else is going to pick on you, because you're in my platoon and you're my buddy, so if anybody outside of our area comes in, I'm gonna take up and it's gonna be done. Oh, look you're at not gonna, that's, that, you're my guy. Like, we may not talk, not but fair. if anybody else comes in, I got your back regardless. Um, and then, as well as, it's just a family oriented operation. Like, we have each other's back day in, day out. I can call my friend up right now, probably in Orange County right now, and be like, yo, I'm in a problem right now, come down. And my boy Summer, he'll come down here and drive. He'll be here. He's in my platoon. Mm -hmm. Buddies, we go way back. So it's like, it just it is what it is. Like, it's not that we don't. I don't know how to say it. Like, it's just the family is just too much between the soldiers. May not be with the higher ups. Between the Joes and everybody together, like E5 and below, we're good. Like, we always stick together, we have each other's back regardless day in and day out. We're social creatures. We need, well, we, we thrive on it, right? We feed on being part of a tribe. Lucia, got any words? <laughs> She's got two. Something positive. I'm always positive. She's she's the wife of a Yeah, she's the wife of a soldier. There's 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 something. Motherfucker, I know you know that. You just said you noticed his three lines, dude. I'm gonna hide my shoulder. I'm just saying. But no, if there's anything that Lucia wants to say, shit, there are people that would love to hear what she has to say. He's on right. Well, as a military wife, it's hard. It's really, really hard when you have your spouse out there and then all of the responsibilities left on you. So the household, finance, everything is left upon yourself to take care of and hold down everything that's going on at home. Plus, that worry of, is my husband even coming home? You know, and I think that's the biggest part is, is um, to be a, a military spouse, you have to have... No, no insecurities. You have to be very, very secure and have faith within the strength that God will, God will provide you with, with your husband God. And I think that's where it comes in for me is very independent. If you, if you have to have a very independent mind. You know, you can't let things or or anybody take over of what you're trying to do as far as being a wife, trying to be yourself, because a lot of that is taken away. Like, I didn't have a, a lot of free time for me because my husband was gone. You know, I had to take care of our four kids and hold down everything with a newborn, a one-year-old, a 16-year-old daughter, a nine-year-old son, so, but the, plus working full-time. I work full-time. So it was a lot of responsibility, but... At two know, jobs. Yeah, it is. It is. 
it's two jobs plus a third with my husband being away telling me like if you don't hear from me just hold off and it's just like okay if I don't hear from you then what what happens <laughs> you know so I think with a lot of military spouses and I see them out there too you know they get the grit of oh you're a military spouse so you're a cheater when I became a military spouse, they're like, oh, she's here, far from me. I mean, I'm a very loyal person. You know, I when, if I marry somebody, then I'm loyal to that person. There's a lot of girls out there, a lot of guys out there that marry young. So you're going to marry young, you're going to get that immaturity out of that girl. You know what I'm saying? And I've come across a lot of girls and try to talk to them, you know? If this is not where you want to be, then you should just go. Because don't put any more stress on somebody who's away to have to worry about what's going on at home. We, we talked earlier about uh, the combat blackout. Yeah. And um, I could see Galen's face, and he was talking about, like, you know, you don't get to talk to my wife for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what that does to somebody when they're out there in the shit for that long. And then to, to because of not not because of you, but somebody else. You, uh, you're, you know about combat black combat combat blackout. Where, where somebody when somebody in the company dies, they're not allowed to have phones or com- communication with that company oh, because they don't want the, the information. I you're talking about something else, man. The family's notified. Yeah, the yeah but for us, it's like when someone dies, and we can't talk until they notify the family. Yeah. That, and that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, so I was gonna talk about that. Like, how was it that when we even had that communication with him? How was that? Um, there's a saying. There's a saying. I guess in the military is no news is good news. Yeah. So if you hear no news coming your way, it's good news because there's nothing wrong with that person, your loved one out there. So yeah, I think it, I think it's harder on. Um, harder on women that don't have the security for themselves. If, if they're insecure with themselves, then they're going to have that insecurity, especially when they're... That's what Bob was saying earlier. You need a strong... You need to have a strong woman. Yeah, you, especially, yes. You have to have a strong woman. And me, I I, I'm a, I was a single mother before I met my husband. So, the, I'm, I'm very secure with who I am. I've always have been. We're your first time, right? What's the sign? I used to beat him up. I used to beat up everybody. She didn't beat me up, man. She was helping me out. I was always out of trouble. Just for one thing. I kept the nose clean. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a strong woman anyways because oh, I always... Yeah. But I hung around with Kasim and everybody is just like, you can't you can't beat up a girl, but I can. Yo, I'm not, I'm not a no, no bullshit Bob. Literally, a, a girl got mad at somebody and threw a drink in my face. I'm, I'm wondering where the, like, the spam masubis are at. We need to handle this right now. We're ready to fight the girl. Hey, like you, have, you have a card? <laughs> we need we need facts. Yeah. So if you can't beat your woman, we just hire you. Yeah. My, the, the thing was, you can't hit a bitch, but I can. Beat it. Let This is this is a money making opportunity. I mean, I have to ask you. No, no, no. You want to do like a. Final, uh, final can I throw one Cal and KO show shout out to everybody that's uh, served our country Veterans Day is not just another day in the calendar it's a day to remember the fact that you have your freedoms that you have your security and peace of mind because not just for a celebration of a holiday but it's a remembrance of people that have sacrificed and given so that you could be Cal and KO anchor more, more KO than Cal <laughs> 
had to let you outshine me for once, nigga. I'm darker than you. How am I going to outshine you? Candle in the sun. Who's in the way for the sun to hit?